Welcome to the Investment Banking Insights Podcast. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host and I am so grateful that you joined me here today. This is the show where we are dedicated to helping you explore the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking because we want to prepare for ourselves and our career. And I'm walking on this journey with you. Let's go ahead and talk now about some connections between the financial statements. We talked a little bit about connections between the balance sheet and the cash flow statement, as well as balance sheet and the income statement. But let's run through a real scenario here. What happens when a business makes a sale and the different phases of the sale and what's going on in the financial statements when that happens? Well, let's go ahead and dive right into it. So when a business makes a sale, let's first start with the income statement. Because remember, revenue, which is when a company gets money, that's a sale, right? That happens at the very, very top of the income statement. So net sales increases, which is awesome. That is always a great thing. When businesses are making sales, that's great news. (laughs) So what happens on the other statements? Well, okay, the business is making a sale that happens on the income statement. You would see that reflected. And then on the balance sheets, your accounts receivable increases by that same amount. Remember, accounts receivable is telling us that someone else owes the company money, but we haven't gotten it yet. So we booked the sale, but we haven't actually gotten the cash yet. That's why accounts receivables increases on the balance sheets. So that's what we have so far. Next, when the sale is made, We have to account for the product and the cost that it took to actually create it. Now, remember, it's associated with the actual sale that we made because of the matching principle and accounting. So on the balance sheet, our inventory goes down, right? So if we go to the example of the lemonade stand, our inventory of sugar goes down proportionally to the amount of lemonade that we sold that used that amount of sugar. So our assets go down in that sense. And then on the income statement, our cost of goods sold, remember COGS, goes up by that same amount. So it flows here from balance sheet over to income statement. Inventory is going down on the income statement. Cost of goods sold is going up. So that's what's happening when we account for the cost that it took to create our product after we sold it. Remember, inventory, here's the difference between inventory and cost of goods sold. Inventory is the product that the company has made that is ready to be sold. So if we have pitchers of lemonade ready to go, that's our inventory. If we have have some sugar ready to go, that's our inventory. And then cost of goods sold or COGS, that's the cost associated with product that has been sold. So if we sold a glass of lemonade, how much sugar did it take? What was the cost of the sugar? How much sweetener or uh, water did it take or lemon juice did it take? (laughs) All these lemonade examples, I haven't even mentioned lemons yet, (laughs) but that would certainly be part of your cost of goods sold. So that's the difference. Okay, let's keep going with this example. Now, at this point, we've made a sale. We've accounted for the inventory. Now, at some point, the customer is going to actually pay for the product that has been shipped to them. So when that happens, accounts receivable on the balance sheet goes down and the cash receipts on the cash flow statement go up. We covered this just a couple episodes ago when talking about the cash flow statement, right? Cash flow is going up, and that means, okay, companies owe us less money, so that affects our accounts receivable on the balance sheets. Cash flow goes up, 
accounts receivable goes down. This is good because it means we're getting paid. So let's go ahead and recap what's happened here. We've talked about a lot of things already. What happened is we made a sale when the customer placed an order. Then we accounted for the cost of the product and we shipped it to the customer. And then the customer paid us cash for what they ordered. Now, all of that affects the net income of our business. And remember, net income are the profits that the business has generated after all of its expenses. So when net income goes up on the income statement, it increases retained earnings on the balance sheet. We talked about that last episode, which in turn increases shareholders' equity. So that's how those things flow together when a business makes a sale. And again, I'll recap one more time. So on the income statement, sales increase, which is awesome. And that means, okay, now somebody owes us money because they they ordered something, but they haven't paid it yet. So accounts receivable increases by the same amount on the balance sheet. Then the sale is made. We account for the cost of goods sold. So our inventory on our balance sheet goes down and our cost of goods sold goes up by the same amount that inventory goes down on the income statement. And then we make the actual sale. We get the cash. So cash in the cash flow statement goes up to account for us getting cash. And on the balance sheet, our accounts receivables go down because less money is owed to the corporation. So that's a quick recap. Those are some connections between the various financial statements when a business makes a sale. Now, next time we're going to be going through some other scenarios. We're going to be talking about what happens when a business pays expenses. That's going to be next time on Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason. I'm your host. I hope you've enjoyed this. I'll see you next time.